Everybody, you're watching the Lakers report by Chat Sports. I am Marshall Green. We're going to break down last night's loss for the Lakers coming up in a second. Where there's some trade rumors starting to swirl around DeMar DeRozan and the Chicago Bulls. Could the Lakers bring DeMar back to LA and let him finish his career in the purple and gold? Look, the Bulls are in a weird spot. We've talked about Zach Levine on this show. I do believe that if the Bulls continue to slide and are not in the playoff race as that NBA trade deadline comes, then a couple people could be going out of Chicago. And I'm going to keep my eye on DeRozan and Zach Levine as well as Nikola Vucevic, who I'm not sure would be that good of a fit for the Lakers. But let's talk about DeMar DeRozan, the L.A. native. But first, make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Sub for Lakers Dub. We are your one-stop shop for all things Lakers all the time. And we're trying to get to 60,000 subs. So hit that sub button, sub for Lakers Dubs. Alrighty, why do I think that DeMar DeRozan will be a good fit for the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, one, he's one of the best scorers of all time. He's one of the most healthy players. He does not really get hurt as well. And he's a guy that can get a bucket and get to his spot and release and get a shot up whenever he wants to. And I do think that he could act as another playmaker for this Lakers team. You look at his assist numbers over the last four years. Look at this year in a second. We're just looking back at the yearbook here. He averaged 5.1 assists last year. Five assists the year before that. Seven assists in 2020. In 2019, he averaged 5.6 assists. We know he's not a great three-point shooter. He doesn't really shoot threes like that. But the guy's a walking 20-piece any single night. And he's another guy down the stretch that the Lakers can have the ball in his hands, trust him to make the right basketball play, make the pass, or go get a bucket if he has to. So far this season, DeRozan is doing what DeRozan does. 22 points per game on 44% from the field, 4.3 assists per night. While I don't love the idea of the spacing with him playing alongside LeBron James, I can also acknowledge that having another playmaker and a ball handler next to LeBron James can definitely help out this team. And we've talked about how the Lakers want to hold LeBron to under 30 minutes, have not been doing it so far this year, even though Darvin Ham said they wanted to. Having a guy like DeMar DeRozan on the floor can allow you to run the offense through him for long periods of time while LeBron is either A, resting, or B, not playing. Like with any trade for the Lakers, though, it's not really going to happen until December 15th at the earliest because the guys like Rui Hachimura and all the players that signed extensions or re-sign in free agency or they sign in free agency. There's always these deadlines that you can't trade a player that you signed, re-signed, or traded for until this date. December 15th is really the start of the NBA trade season. I'd be keeping your eye on that. And then from December 15th to what is it, mid-February until that trade deadline comes, there could be some movement. I think the Lakers could once again Try to be very active on that day, just like Rob Palenka was last year when he got the tools and pieces necessary for the Lakers to make a late postseason push. What about this trade idea? Look, I'm not a huge fan of D'Angelo Russell. I do like Rui Hachimura, though. But at the end of the day, I think you have to ask yourself this question, Rob Palenka. Are you trying to do whatever it takes to build a championship-winning team around LeBron James while he's here? Because I know LeBron's super, he's supernatural. He's He's the best player ever to some people. But at some point, father time is coming to knock on LeBron's door. I don't know when it is, but at some time he is. And I don't know if that first-round pick or Russell or Hachimura are necessarily going to put the Lakers over the top. But a lineup of Reeves, DeRozan, LeBron, A.D., Wood, Jackson Hayes, you got all the 3 and D players. 
I do think that's a team that could make a lot of noise in this Western Conference. So I want to ask you all this watching this, this question. Would you accept this trade? If the Bulls called you up, and let's say it's December 24th, the day before Christmas, and said, you know what? We have a lot of respect for DeMar DeRozan. He said he only wants to be traded for the Lakers. We're going to see if you guys want him. What would you do? Type A for accept. Type D for decline. Me, I would accept this trade in a heartbeat. I don't think D'Angelo Russell is a primetime player. Has showed repeatedly in the playoffs that he continues to fall short. I like Rui Hachimura, but if it's only going to cost me Rui to get DeMar for two or three more years at a high level, uh, I would absolutely do it. We're going to recap the loss last night. Tough way for the Lakers to lose that one in a second. But first, I got to tell you guys about our proud sponsor of today's show, Prize Picks. If you enjoy playing fantasy sports and you want to play daily fantasy sports and have the ability to win money, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, and they're going to match your initial deposit up to $100. How do you play? You create a lineup of two to six players, and you simply just choose more or less on their projected stat line. My new favorite thing about prize picks is with the NBA and NFL here, you can create one lineup with players from the NFL and the NBA together. I'm a huge fan of prize picks. I also like making money. And you can get a free $100 by going to prizepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS. That link will be clickable <clears throat> down in the comments and description of today's video. So the Los Angeles Lakers lost to the Miami Heat in overtime last night, 108-107. to I would just say this to all the Lakers fans out there. Do not take for granted getting to watch this guy play basketball anymore. What he's able to do at this age is truly incredible. I understand that there's some people that don't love LeBron James that are Lakers fans. I get that. But 30 points on 56% from the field, he, he's, he's still so damn good. And I still think that he is a top five player in this league when he wants to be. The thing is, though, this Lakers team is not going to be able to go as far as they want to if Anthony Davis is not going to be able to play. I know he got hurt, came back, got hurt, got hurt again. Sounds like he's going to be good to go. But I just need more from Anthony Davis. I know the minutes were limited, and this isn't just a one-time thing. It's not like, oh, because he only scored nine points last night. It's a recurring theme for him. I understand he was hurt. I get that. But too many times he doesn't show up. Too many times. He is always going to be the X factor for this Lakers team. Austin Reeves, a near triple-double man. I'm a huge fan of his game, his ability to be efficient while also getting others involved, taking and making the right shots. He's a guy that really helps you improve on the margins. I'm a big fan of Austin Reeves, and I can't believe the Lakers got him at the contract they got him to. D'Angelo Russell had a pretty good game, shot 60% from the field, 13.6 assists. Um, you know, look, the Lakers were right there down the end. Comes down to a three-pointer from Cam Reddish off a great feed from LeBron. We always know LeBron's going to make that right play by dishing it. Always wish he'd be a little bit more aggressive in those final moments, but you can never, ever, ever scold a guy for making the right play, and LeBron James does that 99% of the time in those situations. The thing that really hurt the Lakers was Bam Adebayo, man. He put up one of the best performances of his NBA career, a 20-20 triple-double. He was everywhere, and, I mean, the Lakers were held to 107 points through overtime, and a large part of that was because of Bam, one of the best defensive centers in this league. Jimmy Butler decided to play some basketball last night, unfortunately, for the Lakers. 28-point Jesus, that picture is hilarious. I can't, I can't be serious looking at that. Jimmy's Jimmy, right? Um, I'm not worried about this loss. You were in it to the end. And, look, the ball just didn't bounce your way. You didn't make a shot that, that, that could have won you this game. Um, not worried at all if I'm the Lakers. I'll ask you, though, what's your concern level with the Los Angeles Lakers? 
Let's go one to ten. One being you're not concerned, ten being you're extremely concerned. I'd say a two. I'm not concerned. It's November. LeBron's done this thing a couple times. He'll be ready to go when the weather heats up. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you haven't yet, hit that thumbs up icon. And remember, if you want more Lakers content, subscribe. More subs equals more videos. Thank you.